Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Your official station to talk Jets. The Fan, 1019 FM and always live on the free Odyssey app. Download it today. Time to hit you with the crown topic of the day. Unfortunately, it's an all-too-familiar one. Both these New York football teams stink after further review, BT. They do stink, the Jets and Giants, and they let us down yesterday in the worst way possible. We had hope and really non-competitive games. I know the Giants was a little bit more competitive, but the Jets, we'll start with them. I mean, they got their asses kicked in what was just an embarrassing effort to me to a point where I think everything needs to change going into next year. Clean slate. Douglas out, Salah out, coaches out, and even Aaron Rodgers. Time to to restart if you're the New York Jets. There's no other direction that um, is acceptable, at least for me. I'm with you. Completely unprepared. There was no motivation. They had zero pride. You know, as this game, you could tell right away, once they couldn't stop uh, Jalen Waddle without Tyree Kill, there was there was almost resignation to their fate, which is just utterly unacceptable. Because if the one thing we're going to hang our hat on, those who were you know willing to defend Robert Sala as as a, as a potentially good head coach, and and I'm not, I'm not in that camp, and I haven't been for a while. You know, he's a defensive guy, and it's one thing to have the O line, you know, have their brains beaten it again, and have your quarterback bashed and concussed and almost split into two. We've seen that too often. But for the defense to get a gift from the gods in a game that meant something and I think inarguably the most dynamic, explosive, unstoppable offensive force, not even on the field yesterday, and you go out and you put that on film, I would have fired Robert Sala last night. And if I wanted to sleep on it just to make sure I was doing the right thing, I would have woken up today and I would have done that this morning. Unacceptable. The problem is, and we've talked about this throughout the course of the year because we never really believed in Robert Sala, but... The problem is, and for me, it's not just about evaluating him this year. It's about since he's been here. Same with Joe Douglas. Like, at some point, you got to have a winning record, no? And you can talk about, oh, look at the talent, look at the talent. Yeah, look at the team. If the Cleveland Browns could do what they did without their starting quarterback, why couldn't the Jets be more competent? The Jets are one of the top, the first three teams out. The Patriots and the Titans and the Jets out, eliminated in the AFC. I mean, they are one of the worst teams in the league. <laughs> And yet we sit here and talk about him like we expected more, and Joe Douglas is good, and maybe there's potential there. No. 
No, it didn't work. I respected going out and getting Rodgers. I thought it was the right thing. Unfortunately, it blew up four plays in. However, I don't think the results would have been that much different even if Rodgers were here. They're not on the Dolphins level. They're not on the Buffalo Bills level. And you look at the landscape of the AFC, they might have been middle of the pack, maybe a postseason team BT, but that's not good enough. Sal, I gave the example earlier in the show. You know, you sit down with your financial advisor and you've got X amount of money, and I just used a a whole number. It's a lot. It'll take $100,000. Hey, Joe, pretend Joe's the FA. Uh, Joe, you know, what, what can you do for me? Can you get me 8%? Can you get me 9%? What do, what, what do you recommend? Do I do stocks? Do I do bonds? Do I do this? Do I do real estate? Whatever you want to do. And uh, suddenly, when you meet with them again, the $100,000 has been reduced to $17,000. And you know what you're saying? You're saying, where the hell's my money? And you're fired. And that's what you're saying. It doesn't matter how much you like him. It doesn't matter, well, he gave you one good tip that led to an increase of 11%, but everything else, you got crushed and you lost 75%. What's the bottom line? Like, there's got to be context and there's got to be nuance. And and I know that, you know, very nowadays for sure with social media for the last, you know, seven, eight, nine, ten years, we just want microwave, bang, hit 30 seconds, boom, we've got a product, right? It doesn't work that way. And even though we sometimes lose our sensibility because we're a sped-up society, I really don't think that that I'm being unre- unrealistic in, in my evaluations of the Jets. You know, Sala, Joe, Doug, you're 16 and 32 as a coach, dude. And even worse, you know, because that's the tangible stuff. What'd you win? What'd you lose? Okay, we know that it's it's not good enough. And then you sit there and you say, well, what is not tangible, but I can still I can still say this is why I believe in him. And there's no evidence. He's lost in the post-game press conferences after the game. He doesn't admit any real positivity or or at least by conviction. I don't believe him leading up to the game. There's no improvement. And now there's some some inner anarchy where stars that you better hope want to stay here are pissed off and they're and they're lashing out. And that is just it's the end of the road. They are a total mess from top to bottom right now. And unfortunately, I don't think things are going to change. They should. No. I don't think that they are. At least with the Giants, there's hope. See, the Giants lost hurt yesterday, but for a different reason. Because I think that there was somewhat legitimate hope that they could really get back in the playoff picture. Whether you thought they would beat the Eagles twice or not, still, the Giants could have conceivably gone 3-1 and one in their Final Four and made the postseason, but they would have had to had a win yesterday against New Orleans team that's not very good, but proved to be better than the Giants. But it's disappointing, BT, in the fact that they lost that game as opposed to, oh my God, everything's got to change. We know Shane and Dable are the two guys that are going to lead this Giants team at, you know, to consistency and sustained success eventually out of this rut that they've been in now for a while. Obviously, last year they had uh, great success in, in year one. This year, a step back, but still they were able to right the ship. It just hurt individually. The defense, I thought, was awful yesterday. Could not get off the field on third down. New Orleans, which offense has been struggling all year long, they moved the football up and down the field against the Giants, so the defense didn't do their job. And the offense dropped balls early on. DeVito not you know, at his best, I don't think that he's all of a sudden shot and don't believe in him. I just think it was a bad game overall for the Giants. But even in the loss and knowing that the season is now officially likely over, it still feels better to me because you know that the direction is going to be just fine with Shane and Dable. It, it does feel better, uh, but now to be fair to to the to the conversation, to the situation, and I know you know this, but there too will be an expiration on the blind belief Somewhat blind because last year was good. With Salah, it's completely blind because he's done nothing. Dable actually did something last year. But, you know, we can't be sitting here and, 
you know, two and a half years at the end of the 2026 season or at the end of the 2020 or middle of 2025 season, and the Giants are still languishing. You're checking Tankathon. You know, they're the 11th or 12th place team in the NFC. The Eagles and the Dallas Cowboys are, are discernibly better. Maybe Belichick's coaching the commanders, and if not, maybe they still get their act together. Like, what we're saying today about Sala and Douglas could eventually apply to Dable and, and Shane, but not now. And and, right. I, I, and the early concrete results are far more favorable for the Giants with that duo. And what we are saying about both teams, yet again, is that they're going to be picking in the top 10, maybe even the top five, at least for one of them, which is unfathomable. How many times in the last you know, 10 years Gross. both these teams have been picking Dude. in the top 10? And the conversation, once football season is officially over, is going to start to turn to who's taking a quarterback. And I think both teams need to be taking a quarterback. It's hard to believe that we've regressed back to this well, with both these teams again. You, you know what we need? You know what we need? What? We need a little Yamamoto. Oh, yeah, we do. I mean, it's going to happen this week. It's going to happen this week. How you feeling, by the way? We'll get to that. Let's save it for a little. I'm feeling the same as I do. I still yeah, believe in Steve. I still okay. believe in Steve. We got okay. the updates on it. We'll get into that. We have not touched that yet. We'll do so uh, at some point this yes. hour. Uh, our friends at Town Fair Tire remind you that at Town Fair Tire, you always get the guaranteed lowest price on name brand tires from Connecticut to Maine. Nobody beats Town Fair Tire. Nobody. Jim is calling from Mount Sinai. What's up, Jim? Hey, guys. Great show. Thank you. What's up, Jim? So if you could just give me a minute to vent and to just make a couple points. So, you know, I, I try not to let my frustration cloud my judgment with some of this, but Zach Wilson is owed an apology, okay? And I know I sound nuts, but let me explain a couple of things that are, I know seem obvious, but maybe they're not. Maybe it's me. It doesn't matter who would be under center now with this team. I mean, look, if Aaron Rodgers was playing the whole season, they'd be under 500. And if Joe Flacco was here, who's having some limited success where he is, was here, we'd be worse, okay? Because the bottom line is they have no offensive line, none. The running game, Brees Hall has averaged under 40 yards a game if you take out that first game against Buffalo where he ripped one off for 83 yards. Dalvin Cook has, has averaged under 15 yards a game. So tell me what quarterback can operate under circumstances where there's no pass rush protection, there's no, there's no passing or rushing protection, there's no running game that can open up a passing game, nothing. So I listen – Zach deserves an apology from a lot of people that have been crapping on him all year long as being the major problem. He is by far the major problem. He's a piece. He's not perfect. He's made mistakes. We all know that. Yeah, but it's been three years. He stinks, too. And thank you for the call, Jim. Appreciate you checking in. I'm not apologizing to Zach Wilson. What are you out of your mind? Now, I, I agree, BT, in the aspect of it's not all Zach Wilson, but I never said it was all on Zach Wilson he ain't it. I mean, that, that to me, that's a, a big part of the problem. You know, look, Douglas, Sala, all of them. Everybody deserves blame. But I'm not going to apologize to Zach Wilson as if he's absolved from this blame because he's been any good. No, it's, you know, that's, I mean, if we had to apologize, we would. And, and I've been a big Zach supporter. But that that's no longer the story. I mean, it's, it's just not. Um, he's not going to be here. Now, the only way that he was going to be here is if, you know, he would have put a few things back to back to back and, you know, maybe change the conversation. He'll be gone, and, you know, we'll see. How does he do elsewhere? Uh, if I, and by the way, if I'm him, I would not want to be. I would just say, guys, it's over. get, get me out of here, man. Get me out of here. I don't, I don't want to be here anymore. Uh, agreed. It, it's over. For both sides, we knew that that was the case, and then he goes out there and has that, 
you know, good game, obviously, his best game against the Texans. Followed up with this one. Shocker. I know everybody can't even believe it. But the reality is both teams, both sides need to move on. He'd be better off somewhere else. Yep. And and the Jets just need to, to me, it's it's just about stripping it down and starting over. Now, I know that you have some talent there, whether it be on defense, whether it be Garrett Wilson or Hall, that's fine. You need a coach who actually knows how to take advantage of it. And without that, it doesn't matter how much talent you have. You need a real head coach. They don't have one. To me, it starts with that. They're stuck in such a in such a bad spot. It's such an unenviable position to be in. You know, like, wh- where do you think they'll finish? Fifth? Draft? Fourth? Sixth? Fifth? Um, well, I mean, I think they're losing to the Browns, I'll tell you that. Yeah. I, I don't know about yeah. the Commanders. They're yeah. not beating the Browns. Um, I don't even know about the Patriots. I mean, they, they, they could lose all three. Maybe they win one. Uh, let's so say what- sixth. I, I think right now they're sixth. So let's say they don't go up, they don't okay. go down sixth, okay? They will be able to take a quarterback, right? Do you even want to beat the Commanders at this point? <sighs> Commanders right now have the fourth pick. Like, honestly, wouldn't you want them to win and get a better pick? I, I don't want the Jets to win again. Okay, there you go. I don't. I don't want them to win again this year. Because if they win again this year, it distorts the reality of, of the bigger picture. And the reality is, is that they don't have a, a head coach that can elevate, and they've got massive issues. And if they win two out of three... You know, Woody's going to be giddy, and they'll save a little face, and and some sycophants will latch on like leeches. You see, you know, oh, they're 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 not as bad as we thought. No, they're bad, dude. <laughs> they have a dysfunctional, pathetic, porous, sickening offensive line with an antiquated, predictable uh, scheme or calling the plays, and a DC disguised as a head coach. There's nothing good about this at all. I mean, I'm just trying to look at it here. And one wide receiver. Pardon me, Sal. If, one, and one disgruntled wide receiver. Yeah, he's starting to get there. Uh, I don't blame him. If they had, if they lose all three games, yep. that would mean the Commanders and... Oh, no, New England would have to win two more. And who are, they, who are, the, who are the Pats playing? I don't have it That's in front okay, of I'm going you know? yeah, to pull that up real yeah. quick. Uh, da, and at da, least da, da, the Patriots da. defense is still playing hard. I, the Jets defense is giving up. Probably not getting... A win from the Pats at Denver, at Buffalo. Unless unless the Pats beat the Jets. Well, no, but uh, you need two wins. Yeah, yeah, no, I got to, you. To, to jump them in the But draft. there's more than one quarterback is what I'm saying. Right. So. Uh, well, let's see. You got right now, it's the Panthers, obviously, Patriots, Cardinals, Commanders, Jets. This is just the worst record, not, not the official draft lottery here. I'm just going over the worst records got it. in a league. So if New England wins two more games, which they're not, they could win one more. They still get to four. They would have a higher pick than the Jets. The Commanders, the Jets could sink to you know even the fourth worst record uh, in the league. And I guess Arizona could conceivably win a couple more games. Let me just look at their schedule here. As, as you're looking that up, let me throw this out too because this yeah, is very can. possible. Let, let's say the Jets and the Giants finish with the same record, right? Right. The the Jets would have the tiebreaker because they beat the Giants. Well, you got to go strength the schedule, but you got to do a it's few. Not things head to here. head. Yeah. So if the Giants, let's say the Giants are fifth and the Jets are sixth, I mean it's conceivable. It, it's conceivable that the Giants take the quarterback that the Jets want. Well, how is it right now? I'm looking at one mock draft. How is it right now that the Jets have the pick ahead of the Giants? So is it, break- I think it is it strength. Of, see, yeah, I thought it, it was. Be. Yeah, uh, yeah. I thought it would be direct tiebreaker. I I guess it's strength of schedule. I know that, that that's either one or two. Evidently, it's one. Uh, I'll double check that as well. For that, postseason, that's the only reason. For postseason, it's head to head. I guess for the draft uh, situation, strength for, of schedule. Yeah. Well, I mean, uh, using common sense because I'm looking at it, the Jets have the sixth pick yep. in this mock draft. The Giants have the seventh. But yeah, I mean, they're going to be battling for 
you would think a quarterback, unless the Jets say, you know what, and I think that this is more than probable, the Jets are going to say, we're going to pick an offensive lineman and have Aaron Rodgers go at it and take their chance with a good defense. What they were supposed to do this year, they're going to try to do next year. Maybe trade for Devontae Adams, draft an offensive lineman, go all in with Aaron Rodgers, which to me is the exact wrong thing to do. I would do the opposite of that. And the Giants will, I have trust, in getting a quarterback. Mike is calling from Clifton Park. What's up, Mike? Hey, guys. How's it going? Hey, hey Mike. Mike. Hey, listen. There's no way the Jets are drafting a, a quarterback um, because Rodgers is basically saving the jobs of the whole coaching staff, okay? And Rodgers is going to be like, who's going to block for me or who's going to catch the ball for me? That's it. So they're going to cater to him. There's no way that is going to happen. Um, and Jets are going to, again, you know, make make a mess of things. And that's what I wanted to say on that. Yeah, and thank you for the call, Mike. And that's the fear that I would have, BT, that they're going to play Kate Aaron Rodgers. Well, yeah, I mean, that's that's the problem because it's it's the it was the ultimate Hail Mary. You know, they brought him in. And don't get me wrong, it galvanized us. You know, I, I'm not saying there were no Jet fans who were lukewarm on it. Oh, he's old. Oh. It wasn't quite the same in Green Bay, you know, the year before, which he wasn't. Remember that Lions game on Sunday night? I mean, it, it wasn't quite the same guy after the back-to-back MVPs. But I think 90% of roughly Jet fans were, were pumped, and, and I was one of them. So they're going to continue to double down with that. The only thing that I would say, and, and this seems like such an easy way out, and I'm so pissed at everything, and I don't believe is good, and I'm down on Douglas, and Hackett stinks. <laughs> I mean, they really—they're a mess, and ownership's been all over the map. I just—they're—they're—they're they're, they're a rudderless boat. You see, my car was stuck in the water. They're—they're they're like a canoe with no oar. They have no—they have no idea what direction they're going. But I could see—I could tell me if you, if you disagree. Mm-hmm. If they traded for Devontae Adams, and they drafted a left tackle, and he really truly wound up being what Beckton was supposed to be. Mm-hmm. So you have Wilson, you have Hall fully recovered, you have Devontae Adams, and you've got a stud left tackle, and you've got Tittman, who I actually really like, and at least, say, 60% of the offensive line is functional with Rodgers. I mean, I think you're going to win some games. Yeah, I really do. Yeah, but to what extent? I don't know. Okay, but so let's say you ha- let's even just say best-case scenario, they get to the postseason, they have some success. I'm not going to say Super Bowl. That's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. But but basically, that's what you're doing. Like, if you do that, you're going all-in for the Super Bowl next year, right? Because making the yes. playoffs is not good enough. It's, so it's Super Bowl or bust. Yeah. And then let's say they don't. And the likely, I know it's hard to imagine, let's say the Jets actually don't make the Super Bowl next year. Mm-hmm. So if that happens, then what? Then you need... A new quarterback, a, I mean, you're going to be stuck with this head coach because they're going to have some success. You get to the postseason, can't fire Salah off again in the postseason, can you? I mean, it depends. Like, it depends if they're seven and two and they collapse. No, I'm saying I, if I they get to... there, though. They, let's say they get to the postseason. Let's say they win around in the postseason. Oh, well, then, no, you can't fire him okay. after that. Okay. So no. now you're going to be stuck with Robert Salah, who you don't believe in anyway. Yep. Joe Douglas, all right, whatever. And then you're going to have to have them pick another quarterback. But you know what's even worse than that? The only thing worse than that, and that's that would be a tough spot to be in. It, it really, it'd be you'd be up the creek. But I think even worse is you draft a quarterback this year, and you know you 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 let Douglas and Salas stay well, along with Hackett and Rogers. Rogers starts. Uh, you, then you bring in the kid, top five, top six, and he sits and he watches for a year or two, and. 
They bomb next year. Rodgers gets hurt. They just don't win. He's done physically, whatever. But they go 6-11 and 11 again, whatever, something like that. And now you have to fire everybody. And then whomever you bring in doesn't believe in the quarterback that you just drafted. Well, that's why I said that they got a clean house. Uh, and, I know, but they won't. Well, I mean, but and then that's why they're the Jets. All right, BT and Sal on the fan. We'll continue with your calls on the other side. We'll get to Yamamoto and all the latest on him as well this hour. BT and Sal on the fan. Yeah, I'm trying to decipher that tone of voice right there from Sam. We'll get to Yamamoto. Hmm. I don't know. I, I still believe. I told you. I believe in Steve. I, I didn't say he didn't believe. I, I just wonder if you still believe as much as you did. We'll probe that coming up. Call us. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink... What you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever. Or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from progressive it works just the way it sounds you tell progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget get your quote today at progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust progressive progressive casualty insurance company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law 877-337-6666. Powered by Paramount Plus. Stream the NFL on CBS live on Paramount Plus. Brandon Tierney, Salicata back on the fan. I don't know about you, BT, but I was feeling good over the weekend about the reports with Yoshinobu. Yamamoto, first it comes out that he had dinner at King Cohen's house. I don't even call it a house, a state, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> yeah, right. But having dinner at the home of the king and then afterward setting up a meeting with the Yankees, a second meeting. Initially, I took it as the Mets want him and they're going to have the best offer. And he went back to the Yankees trying to find out if they would maybe come up to where the Mets were at. But apparently that is not the case as they're not at the offer stages just yet. Mm. But I still feel good about the, the Mets' chances here. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know why you do. I, he's not going to the Mets. You think so, really? I, I really don't think he's going to be a Met. I wow. think he's going to be a Yankee. Based on what? Like Based it, on the fact that he wants to be a Yankee. Yeah, but if the Mets offer him a hundred million more, yeah, like you, it's already basically come out. And I knew this was going to be the case from the beginning that the Mets are going to pay him the most money or offer him the most money, and the Yankees are going to be at a certain price. Now, I didn't think that they would even get to $300 million, but the yep. Yankees will be at a price and say, you want to be a Yankee? Here's our offer. Come be a Yankee. And it may be $50 million more, maybe $100 million more, but the Mets are going to be significantly higher than the Yankees, and the only way Yamamoto chooses the Yankees is if he leaves a lot of money on the table. Yeah, no, that's true. Listen, I'm not faulting the Mets here. I want to be clear. 
I think what Cohen's done to strategically position them as well as humanly possible, I I mean, it's admirable. I I told you from minute one, he's cutting the check. And you obviously agree, you know, for sure. I just don't think he wants to be a Met. I I think he's really doing his due diligence, which is smart. Uh, The Dodgers now. Money talks, BT. I understand Most times money talks. Carlos Beltran didn't want to be a Met. Carlos Beltran wanted to be a Yankee. They were nowhere near what the offer was. The Mets knew that they had to overpay or whatever, pay him more money than the Yankees. That's fine. Mm-hmm, and that's mm-hmm. what's going to be the case with Yamamoto. Yamamoto is going to be put to the test here. Do you want the pinstripes and the number 18? Or do you want the extra 50, 100 mil, whatever it may be, that King Cohen's won't offer? And I think it's the former. You know, I and I didn't think that initially. I, I thought, you know, going back a month or so ago when we really started diving into this and dissected it daily, I thought he was going to be a Met. I did. Then I changed my tune, and then I thought pretty strongly he's going to be a Yankee. And then that Dodgers contingent, when Freeman shows up and Bet shows up and they get Otani, I'm like, oh, my God. I don't think he's going to the Dodgers. I truly believe he wants to be a Yankee. And I know that the Mets offer is going to be more. I, I'm not disputing that. I just think that when you when – when it, and it's going to be this week, I would, I would hope, that when it's time for him to really make his decision, he's going to go back to the Yankees and say, listen, Here's what Cohen's, you know, his his agent. Mm-hmm. Here's what Cohen's offering. Let's say seventy five million more. Just show me a little love. Let's say the Yankees have an initial offer of three hundred five, and the Mets are three eighty. Well, I'm just throwing out, you know, numbers, whatever. Uh, I think that he'll go back to the Yankees and give them a chance to increase the offer without the expectation that it's got to be three eighty. But he's got to you know, show me a little more tickle him, as we say. Just tickle him. Just give me a little tickle there. You know, tickle him. Yeah. And, and I think that the Yankees would do enough tickling for him to bite. I think he's going to be a Yankee. If I ask you, and we'll get back to the calls here in a second, 877-337-6666. I was just playing this game in the newsroom with Evan Roberts. If I ask you, who's your final three, do you think, to get Yamamoto? I think it's the Yankees one. I think it's the Mets two. And I think it's the Dodgers three. Okay. Give me a percentage of those three teams, because I agree it's those three. I know the Red Sox, you know, may be in it. Yeah, and about knows. them. Yeah. I'd I'll go surprised. 50% Yankees. I might even go a little higher. I'm going to go 60% Yankees, and I'll split the difference 20 and 20 the rest of the way. Okay, fair enough. I'd probably go, well, obviously I'm going to go higher Mets. Mm. I think it's 75. Like, I think, actually, I think the Dodgers, I don't think he's going to the Dodgers. So I'll put the Dodgers at 10% just to give them, you know, respect and, and a yep. chance. I'm going to put the Mets at – I probably put the Mets at 60. And what does that leave me with? 40, 40 for the Yankees. So you're going to yeah. split it 20 and 20. You're going to go 30 and 10. 30 and 10. So I'm going to go Yan- – uh, excuse me, Mets 60, Yankees 30, Dodgers 10. That's I'll tell you I this. Up. I got you. If he winds up with the Mets, I mean, this is a Herculean effort. Well, by Cohen. I mean, it's... Oh, it's a king-like it's a, You know what? It's a king flex. I'll even give you that. At that point, it's a king. It's, it is a king flex. I don't think it's going to happen, but they're also further along and and more of a threat than I thought they would be. I mean, Cohen is... He's pushing. This is why... Now, look, he may not get him. I understand that, but this is exactly why I've been referring to him as King Cohen. Now, to be continued calling king, to have that crown, you got to get it done. And the way I look at this, BT, is think about somebody who's that rich that wants something in auction, mm-hmm. whether it's an art piece, whatever yeah. it may be. Yeah. Okay, you, maybe you thought it was going to be $200 million. Well, guess what? Maybe yeah. it's $300 million. Maybe it's $400 million. If you really want it, 
you don't give a crap. You just go get it and then worry about it after or not even worry about it. You just admire it. And this is the desired piece. Matter of fact, this might be the most desired piece that we have seen in quite some time with all the teams getting involved. And it makes sense because he's a 25-year-old top-end pitcher. Yes. They don't become available like that. So when something that rare becomes available for someone that rich like King Cohen, you do whatever you can to get him. Then he's yours. And now you sit back and admire it. That's how I felt all along about this. It's gotten out of control. I didn't think it was going to be this high, but there's a reason for it. Mm-hmm. I would be surprised if ultimately the highest bid, which I know King Cohen will have, didn't land Yamamoto. Hold on. I want to yep. work real fast on the art example because yeah. that's interesting. I don't think you're going to like what I'm going to say, hmm. but it, it's an interesting setup by you. The difference, so when you have a piece of art or a uh, you know a sculpting, whatever it might be, that that's obviously very, very desirable and very expensive. It's an inanimate object meaning the piece of art has no emotions. Right. The piece of art, as the artist was constructing the the work, you know, the, the canvas wasn't saying, ooh, I, I hope I hang on so-and-so's wall. <laughs> but Yamamoto yeah. was hoping that he wound up in Yankee Stadium. Understood. That's the difference. That's why I give the Yankees... Or could be the difference. That's why I give the Yankees 30%, because I think yeah, that yeah. they have a chance because they're the Yankees. Uh-huh. BT and Sal on the fan. Dan is in Garwood, New Jersey. Dan? BT, what's going on, guys? What's up, Dan? Dan, All right, so, I, I, can you hear me? Yes. Okay, so I wanted to talk about Yamamoto. I haven't had a chance to speak to you for a while since Tiki was still there, but okay. I had to call in because, I, listen, Sal, I love you, buddy. It's great to see you during the day. I think you guys got a great show. But, Sal, man, you, you, you've met fans, and I'm not, I'm not trying to pick on you because if I listen to the fan, i got to deal with this. i got Evan. He's a psychopath. He's always grasping at straws. But this idea that... You know, some of the Mets fans are coming up with, like, first of all, Yamamoto gets a chance to be the man at, at the Mets, you know, at City Field. He wouldn't have that with the Yankees. I don't think any pitcher is going to be the man anywhere they go because there's just too much more invested in position players, everyday players. I think Pete still has the team as of now. If Pete leaves and they bring in Soto or some other big guy, then Yamamoto is not the man anymore anyway. And I don't, who's, who's to say he even wants to be the man? We don't even know that. Well, so the reports have said that. The reports have said that. Okay, well, maybe they do, but I just think that might be a little grass match straws like the guy called in yesterday. Well, let me ask you something. Dan, let me ask you something. Because you say that Mets yeah. fans grasping at straws. I'm not doing that. I, everything I said has been logical. There's reason to what I'm saying. It's not just, I'm a Mets fan and they're going to get Yamamoto. No, I believe in King Cohen. Who do you think, Dan, is going I, to offer Yoshinobu Yamamoto the most I, money? I, I believe, well, the Dodgers are scary, but I believe the Mets will offer more than the okay, Yankees. Okay, so then, I agree with you on that. right, so then that's but, it. Now, it doesn't mean he's going to choose but, the Mets. No, but, no, it doesn't mean it. And, and, and here's the thing, the idea that he doesn't care about the, the allure and everything else, like the caller the other day said, oh, you know, he's only 25. But what is everybody, what is, what is most people, let's assume he has a father, he has a grandfather. And in Japan, from what I know of their culture, they are very much into tradition. And that's why a lot of Yankee fans and a lot of non-Yankee fans, and I have to get on Keith a little bit, as much as I love Keith McPherson, the guy's one of the you know, shining stars at WFAN, his whole idea of, oh, the stupid thing with the shaving. Hey, listen, you know what? The shaving the beard and the tradition may be exactly what gets Yamamoto in pinstripes. And that might be exactly why the Yankees land him, because tradition is important. Yeah. It's important to keep tradition. Yeah, sometimes. but it could be. Yeah, yes, and, but, but, but it could be the reason why a future superstar turns him down. Yeah, and thank you for the call, Dan. Yeah, Here's the thing. It. What, what I don't want is that 
Like, BT doesn't think, and again, I don't want to speak to you. I'm just, uh, you know, bringing this up here. I, I don't believe you think he's going to the Yankees because you're a Yankee fan. No. And I don't believe he's going to the Mets because I'm a Met fan. I believe he's going to take, like, 98% of the athletes do take the most money, and that will be from King Cohen of the Mets. You believe he's going to go with the prestige and, and wanted to be a Yankee his whole life, and the pinstripes, which I understand. We're going to find out, but this is not just Mets versus Yankee fan. We're going based off of what we're hearing about it and also some facts here along the way as it pertains to Yamamoto. Yep, yep. I think that you nailed it. I think the only thing that I would add from my point of view is that I've always thought that the offer, while certainly going to be inferior to the Mets and maybe even the Dodgers, I do think that it will be respectable enough where the the allure of the Yankees for him, it'll it'll be the match. Like, if, if there's... Like, listen, we just don't know what that is, though. Yeah, I mean, if you want to go and buy a Porsche, uh, you know, somebody's selling a Porsche for, you know, it's a used Porsche and you come with $6,000, but it's, uh, he's selling it for $83,000, you're not going to get a deal. If you come with, you know, seventy dollars and you you do a little haggling, you, you might get the car. Well, what do you think? You think it's going to be fifty million? I mean, you think the Yankees are going to three fifty if the Mets go to four? Which, if by the, the way, Mets, I, 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 I yes, think, yes, I, yes, I think this is a spot. BT, I do. I really believe this is a spot where King Cohen is is going to like like blow through whatever we think would be because I think three fifty is obscene for a player who's never thrown a pitch at the big league level. Like three hundred's crazy. Three fifty is obscene. Four hundred is just off the charts. I think you're going to get an off-the-chart type offer from King Cullen here. I agree. I do agree with that. And then, he, So yeah. then the question is, how close are the Yankees going to be? So if, you're, if your number's four, you think he would actually go up to 400? I do. Okay. If that's what it takes. Yep, yep. If that's the case, I think strongly the Yankees would go to 350. <sighs> I don't. I do. See, I'm going to say. They're that, already at three, Sal. Yeah, and I think that that's their max. I can't imagine that they – now, look, I could be wrong at this. This is just guessing here. Yep, and, yep. and, by the way, there's no guarantee that King Cohen would even go to 400. Maybe 350 is his max. I have no idea. Mm-hmm. I just get the sense that Steve Cohen wants this player more than anything else. I agree and, with that. And he's got the resources to do whatever it takes to get him. So let's just say he does go to four. I think the Yankees are going to be blown out of the water, and that's what it's going to have to take. I, I can't imagine the Yankees going over three. You can think have, of, yeah, yeah. I mean, think about what you can have two pitchers in a rotation over three hundred million. Come on, yeah. I mean, I, I, listen. On top well, of Judge and Stan and potentially signing Soto, come on. Well, but but Sal, think about this. The answer is now. Will they go up as much as they need to? That I don't know. I, I think they will. I surmise they will. Otherwise, we're wasting time yep. here. But I, I do think that for sure they're already prepared to have two pitchers making $300 million because their offer's already over $300 million. But we don't know that. There's... No, but you know that just based on the industry no. projections and the aggregate reporting, it's going to be over three. Maybe maybe everybody thinks that it's going to be three, 320 and the Yankees are at 280 or There's no way. Do you think that? Okay, I, I, maybe. I'll leave the maybe. Or maybe they're you... 250. I don't know. Because what's the difference? If you're saying four to 350 versus three to 250, maybe the Yankees are at 250. Okay, so wherever the number is, let's say they're in the neighborhood of 30 40 50 million dollars less than what Cohen's prepared to offer or is already floated on a on a you know on, on a rudimentary mm-hmm. level like they've got somewhat of a working feel I'm talking about yep. Yamamoto's camp do you really think and I'm legitimately asking do you really think that the Yankees after all this will look at themselves and say I oh, mean we just can't justify another 20 million dollars more do you really think they do that I actually do there's no way there's got to be a line in the sand at I some don't point. think so and because of where they're at 
with already the payroll and projected if you if you extend Soto, I do think there's got to be a point where they're going to say, look, the guy's never thrown a pitch. And by the way, I can't even blame them for that because they don't need him. The Mets no, no, they need him. No, they don't. They're no. winning nothing if they don't really bolster that. St- I even saw something this morning. I know we got a break where there's a thought that not only could they get Yamamoto, but then pivot to like a Montgomery type. That the Yankees would do that? Yes. Yes, and that's what they should do. They could win with Montgomery. They don't need Yamamoto. No, no, I'm saying if they get Yamamoto oh. and Montgomery. Oh, like they are. Uh, I'm not. Sal, no. everything that I said. Uh, I'm calling it, BS on it. it, it uh, well, it might be. I mean, reports report until they either come to fruition or don't. But everything that I thought would happen is happening. Well, they were embarrassed. They've, and they've they are spent, going for it. BT, they've spent zero dollars. That's so not far. true. They just Juan Soto's gonna make thirty two million dollars. They haven't this spent year. anything in free agency. Everything not you, yet. Everything you said that they've done, they haven't done anything. Uh, they, well they got well, no but that's not they got Soto who's gonna make thirty two million in arbitration. They traded for a rental. I mean, Stanton's still here. You thought he was going to pay him to go away. And now it's all hype about Yamamoto and Montgomery and all that stuff. Look, we'll see. They could do it. I respect the trade of Soto. So far, though, the Yankees have traded. I shouldn't say they haven't done anything. Mm. They haven't done anything in free agency. Mm. And they have traded for a rental player. All right, BT. BT and Sal on the fan. We'll continue with your calls on the other side. Go yeah. ahead. Operative words so far. Yeah. Well, that is true. It is I so gotcha. far. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Your official station to talk Knicks. The Fan 1019 FM and always live on the free Odyssey app. Brandon Tierney, Salakata, back on The Fan. 877-337-6666. Let's get some calls in here. We're talking Jets. We're talking Giants. We're talking Yamamoto. Kay is calling from Mineola. What's up, Kay? Hey, how you doing, Sal? Good, Kay. How are you? I'm fine. I'm staying dry, and I hope you guys do, too. Listen, um, as first I have to say, honestly, I am a Mets fan, but I want to give you a fair and balanced view, if you'll give me a second, mm-hmm. that I haven't heard anybody yet talk about. And that is that, yes, if Yamamoto is um, being guided by daddy and granddaddy, whatever, and they're all talking about 
uh, the Yankees and history. I think being a young kid, Yamamoto is also very aware that Steve is a forward thinker. Steve Cohen is not only loaded, yes, but he's also futuristic. He's taking the stadium and he's building a virtual city around it, clubs, parks, this and that. He's cleaning out house. He understands what it's going to take to win by wanting this kid to come in. And also, think about the Yankees for a minute. What are they about? What are Yankee fans, what's the first thing a Yankee fan says when he calls in to complain? Uh, why can't we have George Steinbrenner? Why isn't it like the way George, you know, George was? They're not forward thinkers. They're thinking in the past. They want it the way it used to be. They're searching for what was. Whereas Steve Cohen and the new Mets are thinking about what can be, okay. what is going to be. Mm-hmm. And that's a big thing for uh, a young kid. I like Do it, Kay. Yeah. I, I, I like it, and thank you for the call and some good that's stuff there. Okay. I, I don't think what, what Steve Cohen is doing around the area matters to Yamamoto at all. No. Or any player, for that matter. I mean, no. I think it's cool for us. Yeah. I don't think it matters. Let me ask you, though, BT. Mm-hmm. Take your... Yankee fandom out of it for a second, if you can. Okay. If you were a player right now in the bigs, a free agent, and you were being sold on the vision of the future from one owner versus whatever it is that the Steinbrenners are selling, if you were being offered more money, if you were being wooed personally by the owner, which side would you choose? Well... I'd have to really incorporate the baseball stuff because I still think even with more money offered, which Cohen will do, the ability to monetize his name, and I can't prove this, but, you know, I mean, economists have kind of theorized about this, but I want to stay in my lane. He would be able to monetize himself more as a Yankee than as a Met globally. So that could offset some of the money that that Cohen uh, would offer up front. I think that it really comes down to baseball. And I would think. It's not a demographic thing because whether he's in Queens or in the Bronx, we're the most diverse city in America, mm-hmm. so that should be appealing to him. Uh, I, I don't think it's that. I, I don't think that he has a, certainly an aversion or this incredible desire to play with a fellow Japanese player in Sanga. I think he might be open to it. I don't think it's the driving force. So I, I think that's a little offset. Same with Otani. I think he's going to look at this. Where's my heart and where's the roster? And let's face it, the Yankees roster's got work to do, but the Mets roster is its just, they're not good. Yankees roster is better. I'm not going to dispute that. But as we've seen before, like you could think you're joining these super teams and win, and it, it just doesn't work like no, that. I understand. So there's I no guarantee. Understood. I do know this, or I would strongly surmise this. Like when Yamamoto steps back, and again, forget the finances for a mm-hmm. moment, what's in his heart, just quantifying this from a baseball point of view. He's looking, he's saying, okay, so... Let's take the Mets' best player, Alonzo. Let's take the Yankees' best player, Judge. Let's take the Mets' second-best player, Lindor. Let's take the Yankees' second-best player, Soto. Let's take the Yankees' best pitcher, Cole. Let's take the Mets' best pitcher, Senga. Like, it's really not even comparable. It's not, it's not Agreed, close. if he's looking at that. But I, yeah. would, I would think that most people in free agency are not looking at just that because that can change, yeah. as I'm sure the Mets have pitched to him. Um, you know, during their several meetings. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or 
I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 